Morning, team. Welcome to Friday morning. Thank you to Christo. It's got because John Warrington's bought an iPad, and so he's bringing his in today. So I've got to make sure mine looks really tidy and clean. Don't want it to look all dirty. Because I was downloading apps the other day. I've got all sorts of apps, and I'm hoping that I've got more apps than he has. Because a friend of mine said, "Oh, he's on Facebook and he's talking about the fact that he's bought the iPad." I thought, "Oh God." I mean, I, I think I need to buy the bigger one up now. I bought the rubber cover for it, but I have to be honest with you, I'm not that impressed with the rubber cover. It doesn't get dirty. And I don't like that. I'm really not very... I've become a bit peculiar about sort of dirt and stuff like that. Apparently, if, if you have, according to the papers today, a cleaner, it means that you're, you're snobbish. Which means we, we must be quite snobbish at Global, because we've got cleaners here. I think most people have got... Cl- well, I haven't. Well, I have. Sort of. Semi, semi-cleaner. But uh, if you've got a clear, do let us know, because it means that you're much better, because Christo was talking about supermarkets, and uh, he was trying to get people to admit that they shopped in the less expensive ones. Because I'm assuming at, at the top of the supermarket list would be M&S. I mean, can you imagine this whole thing from Heinz? felt quite queasy. And although I did go in the other day and had a very small selection of items from other supermarkets in M&S, which is, it doesn't really bother me that much, because I, I just think they're doing it as a token. So you've got M&S, then I think you've got Waitrose, then I think you've got Sainsbury's, then I think you've got... Tesco, then I think you've got Asda, and then you've got Morrison's, and Summerfield, and Aldi, and Lidl. And that's how I think the, the pecking order is. I mean, I have been into Lidl, I've been into Aldi, I've been, in fact, I've been into every supermarket. The only one I didn't do is Summerfield. We used to have a Summerfield in Twickenham. And I remember, and I, yeah, but the funny thing is, it's the name Summerfield, because Summerfield is their brand name. And I remember saying to the managing director, because I, I did a programme from there, uh, on whether you could change the name Summerfield to make it sound more appealing. And I said, to be honest, if I see, you know, Heinz baked beans or Summerfield baked beans, I'm going to go for Heinz, only because it's, it's an established brand. I said, and anyway, strange enough, within six months, they'd, uh, they'd closed that branch down and they'd gone somewhere else. But they must be all over the place. But d- does it really matter? Answer, of course it does. We're all food snobs. We're absolutely... Oh, I've got to log in as well. Things you've got to do on a Friday. She's away one day, Yasser, and then she comes back and immediately... Because she's wearing her girly outfit today. You can tell it's the Friday afternoon drink and hoping to pull because she's wearing her push-up bra today. <laughs> oh, you are? Oh! Hit a nerve there. Oh, right, doing something else, are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You want to test? No, I don't want to be told later. Otherwise, I'm not going to share my water with you. I'm not going to share the coconut... Oh, blast, I knew there's something I've left. In the car, I've got four coconuts... Sitting there. Cool. I have, I know, as everybody has. Well, Paul, Paul Cooper went to Western International and, um, and bought a sack full of coconuts. So I, I, I've got four of them in the back of the car. I keep meaning to do it, actually. Because today is going to be hot. I mean, today is going to be like... Pfft, you're going to swelter in the heat, I'm afraid. Swelter. Papers, as you know, because Christo's already told you, it's still this psycho cabbie who flipped over the, uh, the tax bill... Uh, varying amounts in the papers, either 60,000 or 100,000, or depending on which one you read, he's either got that much in the bank and he's not paid tax for years. Because a lot of taxi drivers are like that. It, I mean, I, I myself did not pay tax for, I think, around about four years. Because what, what happens is, you, you come up to London and you don't quite understand the system. I mean, it's a, it's a feeble excuse, I know. But somebody pays you cash for doing a job. The last thing you think about doing is putting away a third for tax. So you tend to get the money. And if you're, if you're say, a, a DJ and they give you 50 quid on a Saturday night, you tend to spend 50 quid. And then you wait till the next week and you get another 50 quid. And over the years, it mounts up because you're not paying tax. 
And I think when they caught up with me, it shows how long ago it was, I think I owed them £3,900. That was what the... Ta- they, they find it, because every time you move, you know, eventually they, they find you and they write to that address because the companies that you work for have got to put you down for something. And so they end up, you know, putting down your last known address and so on. You get a letter and then you move. Or failing that, you just throw it away, which is what a lot of people do. And so for years, I ignored it uh, in the bin, knowing, you know, in the back of your mind, you know they're going to catch up with you. It's as simple as that. And they did catch up, and they said, you owe us 3,900. Well, when you're earning about 30 quid a week, there is no chance of finding 3,900. So I found an accountant, and he got it down to 99 pounds, payable in three instalments, <laughs> which really I should have paid in the first place. But that's, that's what you do. Now, of course, I'm brilliant. The one thing I do do is save my tax. It doesn't matter how much money I've got coming in, I put my, my tax to one side. I'm very good at that. I used to be terrible, but I'm really, really good at it now. With the help of the bank, who sort of just spirit it away. And so it's sitting there. So when the tax man comes and knocking on the door, he then uh, has his money. Because it's, it's good. Thank you very much indeed for all your texts and emails. We've got a load of uh, recommendations for you for this weekend, because it's going to be absolutely lovely. We'll have a look at the horse... Oh. Look at the horse racing a little bit later on. We've also got the uh, the Mary Ward Centre Players music at Nella Hall, just down the road. If you're looking for a really good patriotic night out, Nella Hall is going to be the place to be. Uh, we'll have the papers, I say, John Warrington will be in as well. We'll be comparing iPads and things like that, which will be good. Plus, we'll be trying out on the producer, because um, she hasn't tried it before, the coconut water. So I was going to bring in the coconuts and go, there you go, ta-da, present for you. But I, I left them in the back of the car. I should have brought them in. I don't know why I forget these things in the morning. You end up, the time you've taken out the rubbish, and by the time you've sort of packed up your other little bags, it just all goes to pieces. Can't remember everything, can you? Can't remember everything. I had to remember, I brought something in for Johnny Vaughan today, which I'm very pleased. I'm hoping to bump into him in the toilet a little bit later on. I love the picture in the uh, papers of the beach. And it was at St Ives in Cornwall, where they've actually got houses that are right on the beach. And that, I think, is... I would love a house right on the beach. That would absolutely suit me down to the ground, even down in Cornwall. And they sat there, and the fog moved in. I think it was because it was very hot and the, the water and things like that. So in came... And nobody could see anything for a few minutes. It's known as Ha in Scotland and Seafret in the east of England. It's sea fog. And uh, the, the speed at which it disperses, apparently, is, uh, is dependent on the temperature of the land relative to the air above it. that cool, though? I quite like that... Uh, that, uh, that there. Um, in, uh, do you know, some of the papers today, and I have to take issue with them, because I don't think it's right, they've got pictures of um, the, uh, the horrified family of Derek Bird. They've got pictures of his sons on the front. I don't think they should do it. To be honest with you, it's, it's not their fault. It's something that they're going to have to live with. And they've, they've put them on the, the front of a couple of papers. And I'm thinking, why have you done that? You know, it's, not, I mean, it's like if, if all of a sudden the producer goes mad in here again. You know, it's, you know, and, and they print a picture of me and they go, you know, this is Steve leaving the studio looking fairly shocked, you know, because she's actually managed to go and get a cup of coffee or something like that. Then, you know, that would be equally, you know, I don't want to be pictured in the paper the same way that they don't want to be pictured in the papers. They look pale and drawn. Of course they do. Can you imagine coming home and they go, what's that? You know, your father's, de- oh dear, doesn't even bear thinking about, I'm afraid, does not bear thinking about. I also don't like the idea that the latest Big Brother advert on the television uh, and let's hope it really is the last in the series, because, frankly, I've had enough of dreary no-hopers. It was a bit like watching Britain's Got Talent the other night, where there was some poor bloke on, dressed as Madonna. I got the feeling he was a fairly disturbed person, um, because he neither looked like Madonna, 
He didn't sing at all. He just mimed badly. And I just thought he was one of these odd people who probably liked putting women's clothing on. And I just didn't... I didn't see the... In fact, I sat there thinking, you're a complete and utter waste of space. What are you doing there on a programme where you've got a very very good impressionist who's worked 25 years in the business, as opposed to some old creaky who dresses up as... Was it Lady Gaga the other day? He doesn't... The trouble is, he's just an old man who likes wearing women's clothes, quite rightly. And then they always drag out the poor wife. Here is the wife, as if to say, oh, look, this is the wife and it's okay. I used to live next door to somebody who cross-dressed. And he had a wife or a girlfriend, and they had a child, and he used to go out dressed as a woman. because And he worked at Fiat, and he used to love having pictures taken of him wearing his women's clothing, lying underneath a car, fixing it. But unfortunately, when he used to go out, he used to look like a bloke in women's clothing, because he had, you know, a, half a growth of beard coming through. And he would sit there thinking nobody had noticed. Exactly the same as this bloke dressed as Madonna on the television. He didn't look like Madonna, he was just an old man... Who was, I mean, I mean, the only good thing about the act was it provided... It wasn't an attractive... There's something the matter with you recently. What is it with you and sort of peculiar men who sort of, you know, go out there... What peculiar men? Louis from Pineapple Dance Studio. Alan Carr, another peculiar one. They're all odd. They were dropped on the red as children. And now somebody who doesn't look at all like Madonna, but she thinks looks attractive, which is a bit worrying, as her taste in men. I mean, you, you'd probably be happier going out with a cross-dresser, because then you could double your wardrobe. You know, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You could wear what he's wearing, and you could go out in matching outfits. It's a bit like, sort of, Christina Crawford and her mum, Joan Crawford. They both had matching outfits. You know, we could have matching anoraks, which would be lovely. But, I mean, he, he didn't do anything, so they had all these dancers, and there were a load of dancers. It just made him... And at one point, he tried to look sexy by trying to drape himself over Simon Cowell, who I think would have shot him, to be honest with you. It was just... It, it, and it didn't work, so he took his jacket off and threw it at Simon Cowell, and Simon Cowell sort of looked at it in disbelief. It's only, well, I say disbelief, difficult to tell with Simon's face with the Botox. But, I mean, he sort of went, huh, like that. And I was thinking, huh, as well, like that. And then he just walked round and I thought, you can't even walk like a woman. He walked a bit like a bloke who'd just got off a horse. It was, the whole thing, it was just a waste of time. I'm sorry, I, I just thought it was dreadful. Summerfield, apparently, is now the co-op. Oh, did, did the co-op buy Summerfield? Ah. Oh, that's it. I'm going to say, did, did they keep... They keep the name Summerfield. Are oh, you wearing today? Honestly, every day it's an absolute delight. It's again. I'm c- totally convinced she has like a moat. She opens the wardrobe door and goes, "Oh, speak to me, speak to me." Something's all right. You and where's that? What is? Very well thought out. It really is, especially the I necklace. I, this is yeah. a present from my friend. It's lovely. It really is. I know. The friend, yes, lots of people go, where'd you get that from? And you go, from a friend. And they go, oh, lovely. What a nice friend to have. Just don't bring him in here. I can't imagine what they get for Christmas, can you? Oh, 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 sad news, which Christo told you. Rue McLenahan died. She was, there's only, yeah, golden girl. She was, uh, she was Blanche Devereaux. She was very feisty. Do you know she'd been married six times? She was on husband number six. She'd had a heart bypass. She'd had breast surgery. And she died of a, a brain hemorrhage. 76 she was. So it only leaves... I bet Betty White's sitting at home going... Mm, God. It is awful, isn't it, when you sort of... You get to that sort of age and you start panicking. I panic about things now at 39. I mean, I really do. I panic over all sorts of peculiar things. You get a little twinge and you think, oh, God. And then you look around the sitter room thinking, should I hoover before I go? You know, because you worry about that kind of thing. You don't want to be found... You know, I'd, I'd, I don't want to be... I don't want to be like Benny Hill who died on the Friday, and they didn't find him till the Sunday, poor soul, because it was the bank holiday weekend. Tell a lie, the Monday. And um, 
and all the police turned up, and he'd fall. He'd, he died in front of the television. I'm thinking, as long as I've got clean underwear on and my hair looks nice, I don't. Yeah, I'm not really sort of too too fussy about it. But it's good. Summerfield are part of the co-op group, and will soon be changing all their stores to the co-op. Uh, pop into the one says Ty and Carl Shulton and say hi. I'm doing the four a.m. shift. Say hello to Pat and Kenny. There you go. We've done it. These are the headlines as the Prime Minister prepares to visit Cumbria after the shootings. A new line of inquiry reportedly involving Derek Bird's tax affairs opens. President Obama sent BP a bill of nearly £50 million. That's how much his government <coughs> excuse me, has spent cleaning up oil so far. And a man seriously ill after being stabbed as his car was stolen last night outside Manor Park Station in East London. Have a check on the uh, state of roads for you this morning. It's Matt Jones. Thanks, Steve. Good morning. Uh, we'll start off uh, LBC ninety-seven point three. Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. It's Friday morning. It's LBC ninety-seven point three. Woo woo. I tell you what, I did. I did think, and I, I did think it was, it was one of the best things I've seen on television. Certainly the best explanation. And uh, I was chatting away to Clemency earlier on in the office, and there was a man who was interviewed in Cumbria yesterday, and he had avoided being shot. By Derek, he'd he'd bumped into him, and he'd got the gun out. He said, and for some, he said, I wasn't scared. He said because I didn't think it was real. He said, but then they came across this woman who'd been shot by him. He said, and we, he said, I, it just went by in a dream. He said, but I must tell her family. He said she didn't suffer. He said she can't have suffered in any way, shape, or or form. And I thought that's exactly what the family would want to hear from you. You were the person who was there when their mum or their gran or their sister or their aunt died. And he said, we, we comforted her, he said, and he said, I did check her pulse, he said, and she didn't have a pulse. He said, and somebody came out of the house and went, is she all right? He said, no, I, I think she's died. So they went to get a blanket. He said, but she didn't suffer. He said, she can't have suffered. I thought, if I was the, a member of that family, I'd have been thrilled with this man. And he said, 45 minutes they waited with this woman's body. He said her bags of shopping were on the ground. You've probably seen it already on the television. And uh, he said, 45 minutes. He said, then a police car turned up. And the policeman said, are, are we the first? And he went, yeah. He said, we haven't got any more ambulances. He said, it's carnage. He said, they've used 12 ambulances up. So they've got people all over the place. But they stayed with her. He didn't move from her and stayed with her. And I thought, you deserve a bloody medal, you do. There's nutters out, out there. I couldn't care less, you know, what the reason is for this psycho cabbie flipping. I really couldn't give a forex. And I'm, the only time I ever shouted at the television was where the Prime Minister, one of two we appear to have at the moment, said, well, I don't think we need to revise the gun laws. I thought, try telling that to the families of 12 people who are burying people over the next two weeks. What I want to know is how the hell a taxi driver can end up with a gun licence, for Christ's sake. How is that possible? And apparently it's for shooting rabbits. Well... Can't they just have little potato guns or something? Do they have to have guns that are capable of killing people? You know, apparently he was a member of a gun club. I'm always a bit suspect about gun clubs as well, because they do attract some very odd people. Very odd people. You've seen, you know, you, you, you saw the guy who's, um, who's accused of the murder of one of the prostitutes, who's turned up on the, on the Trisha show. There were pictures of him on the Trisha show discussing these kind of things. And you begin to wonder, are there more things in heaven and earth that we don't understand when a taxi driver who might or might not have either had a row over a will, a row over a tax bill, or the fact that people kept picking on him because he wasn't very good with women, can actually go out and kill people? Twelve people, for no reason. And then, coward little piece of so-and-so that he is, he kills himself thus providing you with no answers whatsoever. We'll have no idea. Till a cal- you can speculate all you like. 
You'll never know the reason why he did it. You'll have loads of people coming forward because he's dead. You can say whatever you like. I just feel immensely sorry for his family who, who have to now put up with this. And they're going to have press intrusion. And there will be certain people who, who, will, who will shout at them and who will pick on them and things like that. I mean, it's, their, their life is going to change now for an action that their spineless little git of a father did on a, a moment of madness. But he had a gun. And apparently he'd been into the, uh, the cab company and said, oh, you know, you won't be seeing me again. And, think, and saying all these strange things, which with hindsight people say, oh, had we realised? No, the only hindsight is how the hell did this lunatic ever get his hands on a gun in the first place? That he carried. Dreadful. So uh, my commiserations to his family, because you've now got to suffer for the acts of your... Of your I can't even use the words on this programme, of your father. Um, there's another man here who's uh, got a big plaster over his back. He actually rolled over. He'd, he'd learnt evasive action in the army, and he rolled over, and luckily the bullet just grazed him. There was another girl just grazed the back of her ponytail. I mean, it's, un- it's unbelievable, isn't it? Because, as, as they've all said... You just you didn't didn't think it was real. The prime minister has said no law would have uh, would have stopped this. Well, why don't we just repeal the gun? I mean, why do people need guns? Why do, I mean, actually, I suppose if if you argue it all the way through, you say, I tell you what, let's just give them to farmers. Well, we've had incidents of farmers flipping, haven't we? So I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't like it. Seven out of ten Britons want a complete ban on guns or tougher firearms laws. Well. We did a programme on LBC. I did one five, six, seven, ten years ago on LBC with Time Out magazine, who had proved how easy it was to get hold of a gun in London. And the reporter, black reporter, went into a pub. I won't tell you which one it is, but he actually tried three pubs. And in each one, he managed to get hold for 200 quid with a handgun. He came out with a handgun. He said, listen, I need to, need to get a gun, mate. need to get a gun. And he said, talk to the right people. He said, within an hour, I had handguns. It's as simple as that. So, I mean, you're obviously not going to, uh, not going to change anything, are you? Uh, Cameron Diaz has revealed her secret for looking great at 37. Apparently, it's sex. Yeah, right. Robbie Williams was asked. He, he, he came back the other day to publicise his, uh, his little football game. And they said, so, how do you look so good? And he said, loads of sex. And I looked at him and I thought, I don't think so, mate. I don't think so, because it turns out he's got an army trainer at the moment and they go out running six or seven miles a day. That's what keeps you... Sex doesn't make you look young. It really... Take my word for it. My auntie Enid was having sex regularly at 69. She lived at 42. Sorry. Anyway, she... (laughs) Such an old joke, I had to use it. But, I mean, she's as wrinkled as they come. And she said every... every, She talks like that. She doesn't get any words out. Every every line, she says, is a conquest. So I'm counting mine. Four. You know, it's not looking promising, is it, for 39? But she's got a face line with... I mean, she must have been at it like a rabbit. I mean, we we, we, we had to remove the the bedhead. Because she climbed into bed, she started putting notches on the bed. I said, stop, what are you doing? She said, another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Oh, God, it's awful. Poor soul. Uh, dancing dog Chandy. I wish we'd get rid of this dancing dog. I'm sorry. Uh, the, this, this woman here, and we did say the other day that we think the relationship is turning into something a little bit out of hand because they had a lovely picture in the Daily Mail, we laughed yesterday on the programme, of the dog with its paws around her, her legs looking up at her. And I said, I think the dog's in love with you. OK, I think you really need to cut this on the head straight away and, uh, and stop it because the dog doesn't understand. But it is a dog at the end of the day. It's a performing animal. Now, we've had issues before. Now, I don't have a problem with circuses, as I have explained to you. But there will be those people out there who'll be going, oh, it's, it's, apparently it's not all right to have a performing elephant 
And it's not all right to have a performing, you know, chimpanzee, but it's okay to have a performing dog. And this is a dog that does something that dogs do not do. It dances on its hind legs. They're not supposed to do that. They're not built for doing that kind of thing. They put cement strain on it. So all this rubbish about, oh, it loves doing it, it's trained. She trained this dog to do this. And the way you train an animal is you give it a treat. It's like if I want the producer to do it, say, got a little treat for you later on. And a little eyes light. And she'll do it. Because she thinks that everybody, we do the same. We do the same. In the, in, the, in the presenter's case, it's called, you're going to get paid this month. You know, and you do it. So I'm not really interested in this woman and her dog. I'm really not. And she says here, uh, the dog has a bigger wardrobe than her owner, and uh, she understands me. No, she doesn't. So let's try and get this straight. It's a dog. It's a wild animal that's been domesticated, and your dog is doing it for treats. That's what it is. It's a trained animal. I, I, you know, I found it as distasteful, I'm afraid. Apart from that, she's a bit smarmy. I want the Impressionist to win. I don't like her. I'm sorry. Come on, uh, come, 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 you know, all this kind of... Go away! The dog's going, will you, will you feed me if I do this trick for you? That's what it does. I don't like it. I don't like performing animals. Not, not on a show like this. But as I say, she's been around for donkey's years. Apparently, the doggy doos will sleep on a pillow with a cooling fan. It has a massage and trips to the chiropractor. I'm sorry, love, it's a dog. <laughs> Let's get real here, shall we? We're telling me next, you know, we come firm, we do the, put a little outfit on it, which, of course, she has done already. It's just not normal. It's, I know, it's Mr Chaz all over again, isn't it, with Nathan? Oh, dear. Uh, Steve says, Phil, I've been awake uh, since 3.30 and was amazed to see how bright it is. It's lovely, isn't it? Let me look at it now. I might nip out there and put my mankini on. Although, having heard that Christo's got one, I think I might actually get rid of it very quickly. Uh, st- so, yeah, the producer has got this very weird sense. He said, I can see both of you on the beach in your mankinis. This is the woman who likes the Madonna impersonator on the television and is a big fan of Louis from Pineapple Dance Studio. Big fan. Uh, uh, Joe says, what about all the women who dress like men and talk like geezers? We don't know any of those, do we? Don't think so. Who got through on Britain's Got Talent, says Keith. I've got no idea. I don't know who actually got through last night. Uh, I should imagine the impressionist. Yeah, try and Google the 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 impressionist. I would I would think Graham shops in Aldi because it's the nearest supermarket, and it doesn't matter where you buy your coconuts; they taste like coconuts. Oh no, they don't. Oh no, you can get old coconuts. You know, if they're old coconuts, they're all dry and wrinkly. Graham, you'd know about dry and wrinkly. Uh, Steve banned the gun, and Sue had a good day shopping at the new Lakeland store in Kingston. Well, in fact, actually, not only you. But uh, Dan and Danny went there yesterday because I, I said to them, there's a Lakeland store. I said, it's next to the milkshake store, just about in between the Royal Bank of Scotland where they've never got any £50 notes. Remember, I've been in there on numerous occasions and there's a girl who sits behind the counter and I always go, because if, if I'm sending presents to people, I generally give them a £50 note. <laughs> Sorry, got quite ill then. And, um, and I always go and they go, have you got any £50 notes? Because if you're taking out, you know, three, £400... I don't want it in, in 20s. I do it one, once a year. And I take it out. And I, don't, I want it in 50s. I can't fit it in the wallet. And she always goes, no. And you always go, well, are there any in a safe? No. Oh, right. I'm, you always want to say, don't you? I'm not surprised you're going down the Swanee. <laughs> They're going to be selling all your sights. Dreadful. Helga says you brighten my day. Now, I think that's the weather. I think that's the sunshine. I love the sunshine. I like it as long as I'm not out in it. Yesterday was too hot for me. And today is going to be... You can't, you can't, you can't work out the website. We don't know who's, who's actually gone through yet. So if anybody knows, do text in. Who, if you can tell me who was kicked out 
and who stayed in, I'd be very, uh, very happy. Sad news, says Laura, about Rue McLenahan, who played Blanche. She was great in The Golden Girls. Very difficult to get hold of it on the box set. Got to go to America if you want all of it. It's not, uh, not great, is it? Oh, incidentally, there's a lot of cities that are participating in the 7th Annual World Naked Bike Ride. Now, I don't know how many people from, from LBC are doing it. I think Rick Kelsey said that he was, he was winning to have a go because he did it in America with clothes on. But then because of the chafing, he thought maybe do it without the clothes. So you can do it in Munich, uh, in Greece, in uh, Thessalonica, uh, in Hungary, in Budapest. I did it in, uh, in Vienna once. Uh, you could do it in Torino, in Italy, Mexico City, in the Netherlands and in Spain, in numerous cities from uh, Zaragoza through to Barcelona, all indulging in the naked bike ride. How fabulous. I did do it in Vienna years and years ago. Thank God there's, there's no pictures which are, uh, which are there to... Uh, well, anyway. Uh, and here they are, the Capello and his boys in South Africa. They've all arrived looking as miserable as blooming sin. You'd think they'd be happy. You know, all you've got to do is kick a ball around and somebody pays you a lot of money. It's not difficult, is it? But Beckham, miserable as heck. LBC... 28 minutes to six. Welcome to Friday. God, I got it just dragged this week, hasn't it? Has it been one of those weeks where you got to Monday and you thought, in fact, even actually, I was talking to Michael Trabulsi earlier on, in fact, two days ago, and he said, oh, I wish it was Friday. I said, no, you must never actually wish the days away. You must never wish days away. You must always try and drag, but I mean, this week, I was dragged like heck, it really has. And every time I open up the newspapers or hear the news or read the news, there's another disaster. Somebody tries to stop their car being stolen and they get stabbed. I mean, what, what, where are we living? Don't you just want to go to somewhere that's sort of, you know, quiet and nice and doesn't have women with tattoos on their shoulders and big hoop earrings? I mean, don't you just want to go to a place where it was a bit Miss Marple and a bit, bit chocolate boxy and where people were actually pleasant to each other and people looked after each other and somebody went, there was always a murderer in Miss Marple, but she was always right and it was always somebody who deserved to be shot. It was always somebody at the vicarage, I remember. <laughs> the vicar was always the guilty one. You're right, actually. Miss Marple was not a good analogy. But, um, but you do what you do. You know, people used to say to me, oh, years ago you could leave your front door open. And I said, yeah, so people could walk in and nick stuff. You know, I used to leave my front door open, go out for the day, come back, and systematically everything went. You know, I'd come back, there'd just be an orange box in the middle of the floor. But, but people, did, people looked after each other. People would come knocking and say, you're right. And you go, oh, I don't feel very well. Can I go and get you some shopping? Do you need anything? Um, and then you produce the shopping. Well, I need some, OK, thinly sliced ham, if you can make sure it's just off the bone. Two pints, semi-skim milk, and it's got to be from M&S. Four peaches, the yellow ones, if you can get them. And they're, they're standing there thinking, I wish I'd never asked. I wish I'd never asked. I loved it. Uh, Bryn sent me this fabulous thing, which is um, a yacht. It's a photo sequence of a yacht travelling in the South Pacific when the crew... Uh, came across this rather bizarre thing. They thought that it was a, it was a beach. And they looked at the... Uh, it's very short, isn't it? Anyway, they, they're a little bit short for here. It's a woman of your age. And, uh, and it's this beach. And, um, and you think it's a beach in the photos, but it's not. What it is, it's volcanic stone floating on the water. And in this series of about eight or ten pictures... Because they, they started taking pictures of this volcanic stone which floated past them in the South Pacific. And you would look at it and think, it's a beach. But it's not. What do you think it is? It is the most amazing. So just to prove that they're, they're ploughing the ship through a sea full of volcanic stone, they took a picture of the wake of the ship and the volcanic stone. And then 
while they were watching, so look, you've, you've got, this is the <clears throat> volcanic stone, John, oh, yeah. here. While they're watching, a volcano rises from the ocean. In front of their very eyes, while they're watching, plumes of black ash covering everything, and before their very eyes, mountain peaks arrive. How bizarre. And they're looking at the formation of an island. More, more eruptions, ash and clouds, the mountain peaks rising higher. Mm. And there you go, a brand new island is formed. And there it is. Wow. Isn't that un- it's unbelievable that you could watch it in your lifetime. It's a bit like coming in here in the morning and the producer wearing one of her, her skirts and by the end of the programme it's got shorter and shorter and shorter. And I've said to her, you're wasting your time. But she won't take no for an answer. I think they ran out of material when they made that dress. I don't think they had any material <laughs> when they made that dress. It was an off cut. <laughs> I think it was a small, we used to call them years ago, pelmets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I think you used to put them at the top of curtains... And uh, and there'd be a pelmet. <laughs> you sure it's not not that that dress isn't the child of a rara skirt? They were very short, you know, weren't rah-rah they? Rara skirts. We talked about the other day about uh, fashion, which was not good. Harem pants. Oh yes, lots of people wear those. Uh, yeah, I think Jane was wearing them yesterday. I said she looked like um, I dream of genie. That's right. People hate them, and they wear them to go. Oh look, it's all floaty, floaty. And I've noticed one of our girls on the news desk. I won't mm. say which one, Clemency. And <laughs> as I walked past her, I suddenly realised you could see right through her skirt. Oh. It became a bit see-through. That's what I was looking at, and I, I walked by, and I was going to—I was going to go. I could see right through your skirt. And I thought, no, 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 don't. It's rude to mention it. But I thought, so I thought I'd do it on the radio, which is a lot easier. <laughs> Tell one point two million. People. Well, it was—it was very see-through. I mean, it was a little bit like the Diana look, you know, when she had that diaphanous look, and they took a picture, and she thought yeah. it was of her cuddling children. No, it was of her knickers. You know, that's what it was. <laughs> that was that very famous shot when she was a nanny, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. She had the, the a floral skirt. Charles saw her standing in a field when she was 16 and thought, I think you'll be the one. And she was. And she, and she fell in love with him, actually. She did. Well, you do it, that heavens above. We all fell in At 16, we all fell... Well, I didn't. But, I mean, we all fell in love with Prince Charles at 16. No, everybody fell... Did when you? you were 16 and falling in love, it was horrible. Yes, it was dreadful. You I, I, sleep, I became you ill. You know, you can't talk to anybody no, about it. Oh, it's shocking. Tossing I had night sweats. Night. You know, yeah. oh, it was dreadful. It was, and then, and then when they finish with you, or sort of just Peter, you go, but I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. But you don't really want to say the word l'ovier, do you? L o v e. No, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I get it from Christo all the time. What he talks about me nonstop. I love you. It's a bit embarrassing. I get it from James Whale. I, I begin to feel in this building. I'm stalked most of the time. It's because you're an enigma. <laughs> yes, I certainly have been. I downloaded a lovely piece of music the other day from Alice, the new Alice in Wonderland film. Oh, I love that film. Oh, uh, well, I've just got it on DVD. I'm going to watch it today. I love it that really film. really good? I thought it was great. I really... It's Tim yeah. Burton. It is Tim Burton, mm, yeah. It's sensational. I'm not a Tim Burton fan, really. Well, neither am I, actually. But you liked Edward Scissorhands. I didn't. Didn't you really? No, I didn't, no. Well, Johnny Depp's performance in that was sim- Well, I, I like Johnny Depp, but I love the music from Pirates <clears throat> of the Caribbean, because I used it for the last show. Mm, yes, you did. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. And that's great. But the music from Alice is even better. It's brilliant. The film's You've great. A, a choir of boys, boys' choir, like choristers, singing mm. Alice. It's really good. You want to see Barbara Windsor? Well, you don't see Barbara Windsor, but you hear her. Oh, do you? Mm. Oh, <clears> in, in Alice? Yeah. Lord. Actually, She's talking about Barbara Windsor, I watched the, uh, again, for a few minutes, I'm afraid, the Peter Andre show yesterday, and it's quite clearly made by Paul O'Grady's company, because it's the same voiceover, it's the same team. Is it the same set? It, no, it's different set, but he had that woman on, Joyce, 
who Joyce. turns up. Joyce turns up pushing a trolley or doing something else. She was on his last show. A little bit boring, because Joyce also turns up on an info commercial, strangely enough. I watched her the other day, and it's a commercial for these magnets, and it cleans your window. You've got one on the outside, oh, yeah, one on I the know. inside. Yeah. And this woman's demonstrating, you do all this, and you do this, and follow it round. The con- and all I'm watching is this puddle of water building up on your carpet. Because <laughs> there's no mention of where this water's going. But doesn't and this- it suck it all up? No, it doesn't suck it all up. It's rubbish. And so she's doing this, and I'm thinking, go on, show us where the water's gone. And then they have this woman, Joyce from the Paul O'Grady show, is going, oh, it's really marvellous. I'm thinking, oh, you're a paid actress, dear. That's why you're standing. Half these info commercials are rubbish. Well, she's not an actress, though, is she? She's just a kind of a... Well, I don't know I don't what know, she is. Like, a, a, like an extra. Well, yeah, she's paid. It's, well, it's not very funny now. <clears throat> and then I watched I, Living World, where they had some bloke who was talking... They, they were selling Lime Tree Farm Pies... Now, I've bought Lime Tree Farm Pies before. Is this a shopping before. channel? Yeah, it's a shopping channel. You really need to get out more. I need to get out more, you're right. And when, and when, they, when they cut them, it looks like it's packed with fruit, but it's mm. fu- fruit puree. Oh. And they're not very nice. But anyway, they're selling those, and you, you buy a whole box for £49. And they had their, their chef on there, who frankly needs to go to a, a weight diet mm. clinic, because he's the fattest chef I've ever seen. And he's eating these, and he says, look at this pastry. And I'm thinking, God, it looks vile. But anyway, he's sort of doing all this, and then they sell... Um, muffins. And the presenter of the channel says, these ones have risen well. Risen? Risen well. So I I played it back to myself, thinking perhaps he is just naturally stupid. But no, he said risen. And he said, now these, he said, we're selling 20 of them, and it's for £19.95. And... (laughs) He said, so that's a pound each. He said, you can go in some places, he said, and they charge a fiver for a muffin. I thought, where have you been, stupid boy? Nobody's charges a fiver for a muffin. You can get four for three pounds in most places. Absolutely. It was the biggest pile of rubbish I'd ever seen. But obviously the people who buy it, and then they were selling a Bex Bissell cleaner. Well, you've got to have a place the size of Buckingham Palace, because this thing is enormous. Two hundred pounds, three easy payments. So I've ordered one for the producer. Uh, it's her <laughs> new Along Christmas. Along with Yasser autobiography. Well, uh, do you know, I thought about that. I thought, as a funny Christmas present, I thought, <clears> no, I'm not going to waste money. I'm not going to waste. Money. I'm telling you what I watched, and, I, and I, it was a very good program. And apparently, it's been a series which I haven't watched at all. But I watched this one episode, <laughs> and it's called The Genius of Britain. It's on Channel Four. All oh, right. And each week, they uh, they cover two or three people from Britain who actually changed the world. And this week, it was um, Whittle, the man that invented the jet engine. Oh, right. He yes. was the man, and nobody would listen to him. And uh. he created it, and he said, look, this is capable of flying at 50,000 feet, 620 miles an hour. And had they listened to him and put money into it, th- th- this programme explained that there probably wouldn't have been a Second World War, well. because Hitler would never have sent his aeroplanes to, to fight with these machines. And eventually, it's, it's interesting how they followed him, and they, he went eventually to the United States with the idea, and he, he joined up with his German counterpart, the man that was inventing the, the aeroplanes in Germany, oh, right. and they formed a thing. And, of course, Alan Serling, the, uh, the man who invented the computer... Oh, yeah. Which is up at Bexley, and, you know, yes, he, yes. he cracked the code yeah. and everything. And, of course, on your Apple thing, oh, yeah. that symbol on the back... Oh, yeah. Do you not have the, the, the cover, John? No, I couldn't afford that. Oh, right, that's the, so that's the cover for it there. I'll show you on the <laughs> iPad. It's there like I do that. like that. Yeah. But that symbol, the Apple symbol the with radio. the bite in it... It did with me holding it. <laughs> and me holding mine. <laughs> the Apple symbol yeah. what, is supposed to represent Alan Telling, who invented the oh, computer, right. because he, he, was, he was a homosexual, and he had been, uh, he had oh, been sorry, in quite weak. trouble before about that, because it was illegal at that time, <gasps> and that's how he died... By taking a, a bite, an apple. bite out of an apple really? with cyanide in it. 
Really? Didn't you know that? No. See? See, the things you learn on television <clears throat> they become educational. Actually, and now they... people listening to this programme will go, yeah. do you know that's educational? And I'll tell you the other thing that they did was Fleming, who discovered penicillin. Oh, yeah. And he discovered that by accident. Yes. He went on holiday yes. and left. It was a dirty Marie man. Marie Curie, wasn't he, or something? It was a very naughty man. He went on holiday and left all the washing up yeah. and all these uh, things lying around his house. Yeah. And when he got back, he noticed that the mould had stopped the bacteria growing. He'd left an old sandwich or something yes. like that lying around. And we, you know, he, he he really, really sort of thought this was, I mean, it was a breakthrough, wasn't it? I mean, without penicillin now, we'd, half the world would be dead. Mm. But... It was quite a nice story. The first person that they, the first human that they tested penicillin on was a policeman who had been scratched by a rose thorn oh. and became infected. And they... You're losing the will to live now. Oh, shut it's up. a long story. For goodness it? sake. I it was going to be... It was like last go. week, isn't it, when I that story went on for days. I thought you might go to the bathroom or something. I, we had to cut it out of the podcast. People <laughs> were saying, I'm sorry, is this the Steve Allen show? We're going, no, I'm terribly sorry, it's not. <laughs> it's not only today. half the Steve Allen show. Anyway, he had such a bad infection. It's still going. <laughs> yeah, I thought he not. got the hint. Will you shut up? I'm trying to. I'm going to hit you with my iPad in a minute. Um, they, they tried. They couldn't make enough penicillin. To, to cover oh. it, and he died. Oh, good. The poor man. <laughs> a <laughs> long last, an end to the story. He died. <laughs> Hooray! <But then, laughs> now how he feels. He went to America, Fleming, yeah. and they grew penicillin farms. Good lord! And made all of it. Oh. And it, don't be so. I'm not telling you oh. any more stories. Oh, hallelujah! It worked. <laughs> it worked. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure cool. people out there have been yeah. very interested in that story. Yes, what was the story last week that went on forever and a day? Long the story last week was very good. It was topical. What was it? What it was, was it? a story Go on. <laughs> about me on the Dunkirk ship called the Warrior. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Which I've not asked. <laughs> you two are both so rude. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, if I didn't tell a long story, the blog would be very short. Yes. Jamie in Watford. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie works at uh, Costco. Oh, right. It says, hope you're well. I am, actually. I, hope you're, I saw you in there a few weeks back. I was, you had a load of people around you, and I was going to come and say hi, but you were chock-a-block, so I, I didn't. I've been to Costco for ages, actually. I must go. I've got to go and get some... Uh, I've run out of... Tss, tss. And I need some bin, uh, green bin bags. Oh, bin bags. So I've been doing stuff in the garden. OK, right. Uh, D says, uh, of course... David Cameron will not change the gun laws. All his chums are off on shooting parties. The trouble is people do go shooting. Ha- I know, I understand exactly where you're coming from on this one. The trouble is I still can't understand how a taxi driver, who quite clearly is unbalanced and unhinged, gets... I mean, what are the tests for, for somebody having a gun? I mean, do you own a gun? I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't want a gun. No, anyway. I know, but, but I have to check just in case. I mean, the producer... I know she hasn't. And I, I, I'm lucky enough to have a stapler, actually. Really? It, well, I think you can do Mine just Mine ran as out much of damage. batteries the other day, my stapler. I'll trust yours yes. to have a battery. Well, yes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> bitterness, bitterness all the way through. Uh, and Ian says, uh, lovely morning. I didn't watch, but I think the elderly lady, Janie something, won on Britain's Got Talent. It's not a help, I'm afraid. News headline, David Cameron and the Home Secretary, Theresa May, will visit the Cumbrian towns and villages left devastated by a series of shootings later. The man's been stabbed during a carjacking outside Manor Park Station. The 22-year-old is now in a serious condition in hospital. And Barack Obama sent BP a bill for $69 million, saying that's the cost of the government's help in cleaning up the Gulf of Mexico oil spill so far. With the travel for you this morning, it's Matt Jones. Thanks, Steve. Starting off uh, to the north of London, where we've got problems on the A... <laughs> 13 minutes to 6. So I've now downloaded lots of apps for my iPad. Yes, how are you getting on? I have to Good. say, may I I'm, just say I'm one doing thing? quite well. 
just about. For me, n- not being particularly good with things like that, I'm okay. The screen. You spend all your time Look wiping it. it. Wipe it with a, with a with a. I always carry a hanky for wiping it. It's filthy. I know they get filthy. You can't help it. You've got grease apparently in your fingers. Yeah. You don't think so? You look at your fingers. You do, do it at home now. Don't take your hands off the wheel. Sorry. <laughs> a bit panicky there. You should have your bus, iPad on bus, in the car. Exactly. Buses. <laughs> well, I saw somebody the other day driving down the road with a map. A map. I kid you not. Spread out over the best thing on this that yeah. I've got so far is the sat nav. Oh, I haven't got that yet. Oh, four ninety nine. It's it's oh, that's re- good. It's really good as as sat navs go, and in fact, if I show you the size of it, you'll be very impressed. <gasps> and it's does it speak to you? It's that big. Oh, that's lovely, isn't that? Thank you. Oh, they like the sound when it comes in. Yes, and not only does it, they are, it tells you exactly but, where you are. But yep. look at the size of that, and that's touch screen. That's very good. See, isn't in it? the car, you generally have something about six inches, don't you? Well, here, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good twelve by seven or something. I like it this tells app. you where you are. I like this app mm. that tells you where you are in the world. I know where I am in Leicester Square. I know, but Leicester. I'm broadcasting. Leicester, Leicester Square. Square. But I <laughs> love this, look. What? The globe. Oh, yes, I like that That's too. stunning. Have you got the stars? You, you hold yes, it up I to have. the sky. Yeah. And it shows you where all the stars Isn't are. Isn't that wonderful where it tells you, you know, wasn't when, at all which parts are in darkness and which parts are... But, yeah. you know, have you seen that you can do Mars? Yes. And you can twist it. Yes, yeah. See the, uh, the, the polar caps. I've got one, you know. What? An iPad? Yeah. But you might not have this app. In fact, I've got two. <laughs> yeah. You've still got two? I've still got two. Oh, really? L- although lots of people are trying to, uh, trying to say, trying sell to get it to me. It from you. Yeah, I said no. I'm keeping it myself. The LBC one is fantastic. Yeah. LBC. Absolutely amazing. Very good. You just touch it, and there it is. Yeah. I've got You're lots wrong. of. I'm downloading games <clears throat> and everything. Are I'm being you? a bit. Yeah. Being a bit silly, actually. I've got the I... newspapers and things on mine. I do love it. I had to have it. Yeah. But I did get a really good deal on the dishwasher. So that's why I had to have it. A deal on the dishwasher. Yeah, do you remember I had to last we week? We on last week's programme. It's only a week ago. <laughs> don't really. look like that. I did a lot of research online because I've got to replace my dishwasher. We'll just go and buy a dishwasher. Don't do research. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. you... I tell you what, why don't you tell us about it after seven? <laughs> tell us all about it. We'll sit down and listen. it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> and I researched, and the one I wanted was £612. For what, a dishwasher? <laughs> you see, I think that's... See, I, I've got a washer-dryer, and I think I only paid about 400 Yes, I know. But it's, it's but very you good. Seven of them, no doubt. Three. <laughs> You've got a small laundry outside in your living room. <laughs> only buying one. Now. And uh, the reason I do it is because I sleep underneath mine. Not literally. Well, yes, literally. La 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 la. <laughs> Close your ears. My bedroom you, is young underneath person. my kitchen. Your what? My bedroom is underneath your kitchen. Mm, I go down to bed. As opposed to up. Oh, anyway, Lord, you don't really want to know about... I mean, you think Alice in Wonderland's an odd film. I want to go around his place. <laughs> I've never been invited, thank God. I don't go down a hole or anything to the no. bedroom. And your, your washing machine is above your bed. Well, my kitchen is. God and help my you kitchen, if the floor gives And away. my dishwasher are above yeah. my head. So I wanted to make sure it had the correct amount of decibels. So I went for the quietest machine, which had which was £612. Yeah. So I, I found, looked at all the different sites, and they were all the same, as you're always telling me to do. Yeah. And I went to John Lewis in Oxford Street and it was £399. That cyanide pill in the apple seems quite appealing, doesn't it, really? <laughs> did All you, of a sudden. Did you hear what I said? Yes, you went to John Lewis. And? And you... How much was it? Like, £399. Oh, don't prompt him, She Amanda. didn't prompt. Yes, she did. I could hear it. Oh, could you? Oh. <laughs> 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 he came out in your headphones too, then. <laughs> yes. £399, so I saved £200. That's very good. I was very impressed. It's coming today. Oh, that's what you think. I've got to self-install. Ah, right. Well, that's easy. But just remember, when you're doing a washing machine, the one thing you've got to be careful of... a dishwasher. Of, a dishwasher. You've got to be very... Oh, right. It probably doesn't apply. But underneath it, you've got the little turny things on the... Where the legs are. To balance it. To balance it. And oh. you must balance it, because if it's not balanced, it won't do it properly. I couldn't get mine to empty. Your washing machine? 
Sorry? Your washing machine. I'm in the same room. Yes. <laughs> my washing machine. I didn't know whether we were back on our I had to pull ovens. it out again and adjust its little feet. Yeah, to make, to make it because balance. when it Because when it, it, it sort of started Spins. spinning, I thought the kitchen was going to collapse. I got quite worried, actually. Well, imagine, if you're sleeping under it, what that would sound like. If you put it on before you went to bed. We used to have a washing machine years ago. My mother, when, when it used to go into the, into the spin set, my mother used to sit on it. Yes, most people when it, do. When it, when it went into the spin set, just to stop the thing vibrating across <coughs> the kitchen floor. Yes. It kind of makes a jump and a leap. Oh, this thing did. And we had a mangle on ah. the side of it. Oh, was yours a twin tub? Yeah, twin tub. Do you remember tub. twin tubs? Yes. You used to wash it and then and transfer then drag it the stuff over to the, the next spinner. one it would spin it, yes. And then you had a mangle. And you had a, a little a thing ringer. that went into the sink. That's right. Yeah. A little, you hooked it over. Yes. Well, it, it, that's really sort of washing day, wasn't it? Because you had to drag the thing oh, out. Yes, you had washing day. The fill it up, wait for the water to heat, which took about half an hour. People still minutes. hang their washing outside. I do. Oh, do oh. Common. It's anyway, not common. Well, hanging and washing outside. What for people to look at your well, pants how do you... and things? <laughs> I don't oh think they. It's a private garden. I don't think they're walking past going, oh, look at John. He's well, got stripy pants. Birds can't sit on your washing line and. Um, yeah, they don't. Oh, they do so. They I've do seen not... birds doing how it. How do you dry yours then? Sorry? I've got a dryer. Yeah, so, so have I, but they're... it's not necessary to use them. Well, I do. Not it all in the, the summer. Time. On a day like today, put your I don't shirts wash and hang out. out. It's very common. Put your shirts out on on the line, and they're all dry and they smell lovely. Oh dear! No, you use you stuff for that for breeze or whatever it's called. <laughs> you pour <laughs> stuff in. I've got <coughs> different coloured liquids. Yes, and I can't use that. I'm allergic to it. Are you? Yes, I use fresh air, which is much better oh, for the environment. Are yours all white sheets? I've only got white bedding. Oh, yeah, oh, everything is white. Really. Even the Egyptian, duvet. Egyptian cotton, everything. Really? Oh. The valance, the sheets, God. all the pillow slips. Dear me. Pure, Ooh. pure white. The valance is white and the pillowcases are white <laughs> and everything is white and the soap is white and the shower curtain is white. And the carpet. And the carpet. Oh dear, carpet is white. <laughs> it is dear. all white. If, the if sofas you, are too. If you go to Next to get your tights, they're costing you £7, but if you go to Poundland, the same tights are a pound. What, the same make? The same make. The mm. only difference is a sticker covering the Next logo on the pack. Mm. And uh, so the uh, Office of Fair Trading, what they do is they buy up the end of lines. Yeah, of course, and seconds as well sometimes. Yes, sometimes. Yeah, but you don't want seconds in tights, do you? Not really, not if you've got a ladder in them. No, if you've got a ladder in them. So, um, so they, they say, but they do that as well. The, uh, the Poundland lotions were identical to £8 boots products. Interesting. Yeah. But you've well, just, just got to check it's not end of line or it's out of date or anything else. Robbie Williams is coming over. And he's doing this uh, football thing. Guess who I turned on Loose Women? And who was on there? Jonathan Wilkes. Jonathan uh-huh. Wilkes talking about Robbie Williams. Uh-huh. It's almost become so tedious. A spokesperson. A isn't spokesperson. It? I heard you saying because earlier. Jonathan Wilkes is like, you know, Z list fallen off the scale, and Robbie Williams is marginally higher. But they can't get Robbie Williams, so they have to get Jonathan Wilkes on, who's as he's dreary standing. as anything. I heard you talking earlier that uh, apparently Robbie Williams looks really, really good. Because if he has lots of sex. That's what he said. I'm sorry, but Robbie Williams actually doesn't... I've met him face-to-face, and Robbie Williams doesn't look extremely... Which I thought you could say he doesn't have loads of sex. <laughs> and I was all tempted... I was tempted to say, well, how do you know? <laughs> it's going to be my next... You see, I, how I anticipate things on this programme. I wouldn't tell you anyway if well, I did exactly. know. Yeah, but I don't well, think I he does. I don't know. think... Well, I just I don't know. think he Non-stop does. Non-stop in because his household. people who talk about it don't do anything. <laughs> like us. I never mention it at all. <laughs> That's because there's I'll just nothing say one to word, talk about. Myxomatosis. Okay, that's all I'll say to you. <laughs> I think he looks older. Oh, he's got grey hair and everything. Mm. He looks ancient. And also, he's got a trainer at the moment. So, why do people insist on telling you about, you know, their love life? And their trainers. If I do it six times a day, that's my business. You know. 
<laughs> yeah, but you're so quick. You could do six times a day in 20 oh, minutes. Oh, we have to... After, after the news, I'm going to get you to try some, um... Some uh, water, some coconut water. Oh, OK. Which is very good. OK, no, seriously, I promise you, it's very, very good for you. Is it? And at your time of life, you need things that are good for you. Oh, I might need another hot chocolate just to take... Oh. I quite like coconut, though. Oh, you'll, you'll it, like this. It doesn't taste... Milky, though. No, 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 no. It's clear liquid. It's clear liquid. Oh. I'm delighted to, to report another person here. His name is Sheen Saunders. S-H-E-A-N. I've never even heard the name before. Sheen? Sheen? Anyway, he's, uh, he's another one of these benefit fraudsters. Oh, right. There and after go. my great story yesterday of the uh, young middle-class woman with two children fraudulently using a disabled badge in Twickenham. Oh, I heard that. Oh, yeah. I tell you. If I bump into her again, I tell you, I'm <laughs> going to take a picture. Uh, anyway, this man... Uh, pocketed thousands in disability benefit after claiming he was paralysed. He told officials he couldn't work as he suffered spastic para- paralysis. Okay. So he pocketed thousands, seven and a half thousand quid. He is the tip of the iceberg. Asked Darren, who mm. lives quite near a doctor's surgery, he said people turn up, he said, and they, they get out of their car, put their disabled sticker on, he said, and hobble into the surgery. He said, they run back to the car. They skip. They yeah. skip. He I said, know. oh, there's a few people who, who stick the disabled sticker on, park there, he said, and then walk to work. He said, they're, they're, they're crooks. Anyway, this particular man who comes from Yeovil admitted fraud because they, uh, they filmed him playing in a match as a, as a referee. And uh, his, his lawyer you know, because obviously he's, he's that mm. bent, said that the money would be repaid, saying he became lost in the world of officialdom and bureaucracy. Oh, please. No, he was a bent crook. He was a fraudster. <laughs> That's what he was. There was no officialdom. The only thing was we caught him before he took too much more of our money. But there there's are thousands of these people. Yes, but there are also a lot some people who, who, do, who go to work, but they, they pick someone up who's disabled and take them somewhere, and then they go back and get them in a couple of hours later, and they need the car... To go and get them up. Those people, you know, who are the driving the yes. disabled... The, 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 the rule for having the disabled badge is you can use it, provided the disabled person is in the car. What, even if you've just dropped them off? Yes. And then you're going back to meet them in 10, oh, 20 minutes later? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, you wouldn't... Put it this way, th- this, this bent woman in <clears> Twicken the other day was going shopping <clears> and quite clearly lives in the area because she knew where all the shops were and she went to the charity shop and then she went shopping and then she went to the Nationwide. So she got an account at the Nationwide. But... Uh, if that, if that, if her mother, because strangely enough, she didn't go back to the surgery to pick her mother up because, of course, her mother wasn't in the surgery, and she was using the badge fraudulently. The disabled person has got to be in the car, oh, right. or the person who owns the badge. It's not her badge; it's it's her mother's badge. Yeah, because, you know, if, if I was taking the producer out and she had a disabled badge, it would be her badge. Provided that she's with me in the car, which will never happen, uh, unless I put plastic on the seats. Well, you put her in the boot. Absolutely. Well, that's a very good idea. Oh, morning everybody, nice to be company. Welcome to Friday morning, LBC 97.3. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. Glorious day, it's going to be so hot. I mean, rubbish for us diabetics, for anybody who hates it. Isn't it funny? Formative years, I spent all my time in hot countries. Mm. Egypt, Hong Kong, happily running about like, like a little brown berry on the beach and all the rest of it. Get a little bit older and all of a sudden I cannot bear the heat. It just really makes me ill. It's an age thing. Oh, I absolutely it agree. It is, because I used to love oh, it. I'd go it. away and I'd lay up by a swimming pool I've just realised I'm peeling on my arm. What's going on here? Not moisturising. Sorry? Not this is after last week when I got burnt at a barbecue. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's quite a nice colour. And look, I'm now... Pe- oh, dear, have not, you gone brown? Oh, not an attractive... I don't go brown. You don't, do you? I go, See, kind of, I go nice and brown. I go blotchy red. It's hideous. Not attractive look. No... Well, Not Christo really. is off on holiday. He's he's going to Mykonos again. He always goes to Mykonos. He loves Mykonos. Mm. And, I like uh, Mykonos. 
he said to me, he said, why don't you come with me to Mickey? I said, oh, no. It's ever so expensive there. It is. Ter- is it? I remember seeing a thing on... They did a feature in Country Life on property prices. And per square foot in Mykonos Town Centre, it was unbelievably expensive. Of all the places I've been, and I've been to quite a few, as you know, Mykonos has to be one of the most expensive places to go out and eat. Yes, isn't it funny? Every meal was... 125, 130 Good euros. Grief. It's no. like eating in the top restaurants. And, you know, a bottle of Greek wine is not up there in the best wines in the world. Uh, 40 euros. You see, I mean, I, th- I think that's... It was bad enough buying this, uh, which we'll, we'll try in a moment, the coconut mm. water. Because I can't find it under £4.58, and that's, that's in Holland and Bath. I think drink. it's terribly expensive, but I love it, and it's very good for you, because it's got the same amount of potassium. It says here... Packed with naturally occurring electrolytes with 20 times the potassium of the leading sports drink. Contains more potassium than two bananas, don't tell the monkeys. And it's just one ingredient. There's nothing else in it apart from this. There's no, no fat, no nothing else. And, uh, and it, I like it, actually. So we'll, we'll try that in a moment. Mm. First of all, let me quickly, because I've got tons of these to do. I was 39 at the weekend, says Paul, when first listening to your show many years ago, I was younger than you. I'm trying to work out how we're now the same age. Well, one of us is lying, Paul, quite clearly. <laughs> yes. And it certainly isn't me. My mum used to say that. She said, she said, I, I, my, I always thought my mum was 32, and she, suddenly I realised I was 33, and it was impossible. I never knew how old my mum was until my mum died, and then you... But until then, your mum has always been 40-something. I never thought my mum was... 70-something. No, she was 62. My dad was 55. When did they die? Yes. That's terrible. My mum's dad died when he was 52. Yeah. Very young. It's too young, isn't it? I think. I would nearly said... I nearly gave it away then. Yeah. You did. <laughs> nearly. Just oh, that was nearly. a bit touch and go. Alan Turing, who mm. you mentioned, used to live in Hampton. Yeah. There's a blue plaque by the Village Triangle. And uh, somebody says, you've just started a new fashion craze, the Steve Allen Pelmet. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Stella. But is it quilted? Is edition. it pleated? A pleated pelmet? Pleated pelmet. I've got, I've got a thing at home, which, when they did info commercials on the uh, television, uh, it, was, it was a thing for making your own pelmet, and it's a piece of mm. plastic about... Yeah. What's that? About five feet long? Well, that's not, but, yeah. With holes in it. Like, it's, oh, it's right. like a frame. Yeah. And you put the material, and you pull the material through. Oh, I see. So and then you ruched. hook it up. Ruched. Mm. Well, it looked ridiculous. It looked <laughs> like a piece of plastic with the material pulled through. We, my dad used to make helmets when I was a kid. Here we go. Long story. And it yeah. isn't a long Won't story. Be, be when I was quiet. Seven. Go on, you, you play with your milk. <laughs> and he used to make them, and he used to cut... You know, they used to be carved at the bottom. My dad used to... He used to do them out of hardboard. Yes, that's it. Yep. Yeah. And then it would be shaped and either painted... Yeah. Or you would... Tack the material on. Yeah, and you, it, it was really just to cover the curtain. Yes, the top cover of the, the curtain, curtain rail. Now, of course, it's fashionable to show the curtain rail. We'll have a pole I something. like big swagged curtains. Of course you do. If, if you go to Buckingham Palace, they've got my curtains. <laughs> big swagged curtains. <laughs> go to Steve Allen's place in Twickenham. There's also a lot of swag and tail There going is a lot of swag window. and tail going. It has <laughs> to be true. Uh, the Britain's Got Talent winners, Steve, were an old woman pensioner who couldn't sing and a, hum- hum- a humorous robotic dancing couple of teenagers. I know the pensioner. She's the 80s. Year old who's, who's another, they say it's another Susan Boyle. I'm not watching Britain's Got Talent. I don't know why. I've not got into this. I, really, uh, I do like mm. the gymnasts. Oh, I, think the, I think the gymnasts, I mean, remind me of me in my early days when I was, I was very much athletic. And for, I'm just, aren't you envious of anybody who's sort of that confident they can, they can walk around with their shirts off? Oh, I wouldn't try. I do it at home, though. Oh, do you? Pull all the blinds. Oh, oh All the swags oh. and tails are pulled straight yeah. over with a double blind underneath. I do you don't even like walking around there just in case somebody knocks at the door and you've got to go to the door and I have to sort of drape myself. I look a bit like something out of ancient Egypt. 
I did go out in the garden and I hung my washing out in my pants yesterday. But it was very early. Funny there place was, to hang your washing. <laughs> there was no one about. I'll tell you what I want to get. And it, when I come in from the club now, because mm. it's so bright. I mean, it's bright. Yeah, it's like this. It's like this. I want to get a blackout curtain. Oh, yes. But I don't want a permanent one. I want to be able to just, on a Sunday, Sunday morning... I have the ideal solution for you. Do you? I myself used it. You go out, get uh, two bin liners. Black bin liners. Black bin liners. Sellotape them together. Put a little bit of sticky Velcro mm. on... And pin it up and instant blackout. Because you can buy blackout curtains or a blackout blind. But the sticky Velcro, you just put a little bit of Velcro in the corner, tack it up there or a couple of nails and put some hook eyes in and just hang it up there. And that gives you the blackout, which means you can sleep. I'm going to have to try that. I this promise weekend. you. I mean, it's it's worked for me over the years. Or failing that, a little eye mask from the airline. <laughs> yeah. But frankly, when you wake up, you think you've gone blind because you've forgotten <laughs> you put it on. You go, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> and if you put cucumbers on, then the cucumber sticks That's to the right. eye patch. It's terrible. You wake and then up you try to gargle. peel the cucumber off. Yes. I end up looking like a salad. So I'm going to try that with two black bin liners. Yeah. Just well, put, put, stretch them out on the floor. Sellotape them. They're actually French windows. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, lovely. With a washing machine on top. <laughs> yeah. I'm building up a delightful picture of this squat which he's living in at the I don't moment. think I can show you a picture, because I put him up... Yeah, up. with washing outs. You can't miss his place. Washing outside and a man in the garden in his pants. Oh, dear. I think they'll be... So glad queuing. I'm far away. They'll be queuing round the block in Marsville. No, they won't. You must find this man in his pants. It's very easy to find Mars. I could look at my iPad. No, go to Slough and Sniff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank there's you. That, there's that bridge you come over when you're going to Heathrow, yeah. isn't there? And then you can suddenly go, oh, terrible smell, and it's the chocolate factory. Mm. Uh, what's the sat-nav app you were talking about? Is it TomTom, says Stuart and Kent? No, this is one for the, um, for the iPad. And it's four ninety nine, or some places they'll tell you it's nine ninety nine. but I downloaded it for four ninety nine, and it's called... Uh, wait a minute, it's called... Lost the, is it typical you find it? Oh, it's called N. N, N something. Wait a minute, N something. I can't remember what it's called now. N, so you'll, you'll find it. Go to the. It, it's the only one. It's four ninety nine. It's very very cheap. I wonder if you can uh, get them for foreign roads. Yes, yes, they do for Europe as well. Because I'd like one. Yes, I'm, I'm I'd going like you to go to foreign parts. I am too. going. I'm going. Today. Are you going? Not now. Good. Today would be nice. <laughs> I'm Maybe going this time next week. Actually, um, see, I put the washing out of my line and said so to my neighbours. See, after living on a council it's estate. It's you. Sorry. You could put it out on your terrace. Certainly wouldn't want to. Could, what, <laughs> Why? I don't think so. It would spoil good. the look of the hanging baskets and the cherries and the... Well, not, not the cherries, the strawberries and the, um, and the tomatoes. If David Cameron or Mr Nick Clegg or whoever the Prime Minister is these days, if he was listening to this programme, which I'm sure he does every morning, mm. he would say, good, that you're putting your washing outside. You're helping the environment. There you're not using any power. Especially with you. Ridiculous, isn't it, honestly? <laughs> sound like you should be on Vera Lynn Scott wouldn't Zalland. advocate hanging your washing out of on the sea line. Of course she would. Shut up. No, she wouldn't. She's got knickers on it. Quarter past six. <laughs> News headline, Sam Pittis. The Prime Minister and the Home Secretary will visit Cumbria later after the shooting... 97.3. Hey, James. He'll be out in the, in the sunshine today with his shirt off. Right, uh, Steve, I saw my first iPad yesterday, absolutely fab, says uh, Joanne in Uxbridge. And Cheryl says the twin tub had huge wooden tongs. That's it. Dragging the washing for it. We, we lost ours. What, your tongs? Yeah, we had to get my auntie in. We used to hold her by the legs and she'd fall <laughs> in and we'd get her to drag her. Cling on to the washing, we used to say to her. Because it used to get so hot, because you put yes. a boil wash, didn't you? Oh, yes. And it used to have a little sort of a a rota- rotator a in the side wash. of the um, stainless steel drum, didn't yeah. it? Which used to 
swirl the water around. And the spinner was very, very noisy. Yes. You used to have to put the lid down on and it. And it had a you? rubber thing inside. It was like, I can't remember exactly what it was. What, in the, um, in the spinner? Yeah. Yeah. There, it was like a rubber thing at the top, and then the cylinder below. Yeah. And the cylinder was stainless steel, and that span round. Right, very quick, I've got loads of these to get through. Uh, Steve says, Ian, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Don't ban guns, just make ammunition very expensive. Well, can't they get ammunition that, you know, that doesn't kill people? Yeah, like rubber bullets or something and things like that. Well, then rubber bullets can kill people. Can they? Yes, absolutely. Uh, on Britain's Got Talent, uh, the two that got through, number one from the public vote, Janie Cutler, the singer. Next two from the public vote, Twist and Pulse, the two boys dance act, and uh, they were through from the judges' vote, and the fusion voted off by the judges. Thank you, Jeremy. Very much indeed. But that's this weekend, isn't it? The, um... I don't know when it is. Yeah, Dawn says, weekend. Janie, who's the Scottish woman who sings, and Twist and Pulse went through. I've been choosing who I'd like to go through each night. So far, eight people have gone through, and I've chosen seven of them. I think the eventual winner, Dawn, has to be either the Impressionist... Who's apparently brilliant. He's very... Well, he's not... not pretty, he's, he's good... Mm. He's good, but he's he's been working for 25 years in the business. Oh, OK. And what's the other one? Oh, the um, Spellbound, the, the yes. dance group of boys and most, girls. And I, actually, the Spellbound, when I, when I watched that the other night, mm. I thought, if they don't win Britain's Got Talent, they sh- certainly should be in the opening cere- ceremony of mm. our 2012 Games. Because yes. they'd be wonderful in that, wouldn't They're they? They're very good. But I, I don't like... The street dancer by himself. He looks a bit too smarmy. He's got a big smile. And I'm thinking, I've seen street dancers before. And I'm sorry to say it, black guys dance better. They've got far more rhythm. They just do it better. And this guy's okay. And didn't that boy win it the year before last? Samson. Yes, but he's he was, been dropped by... Um, he was a street dancer, really, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I mean... I'm singing in the rain, he did. A bit naff, I'm afraid. Tim is a new listener living in Thailand. He says, no questions. He said, you are the funniest person on radio. <laughs> I think he means funny peculiar. And uh, 27, too hot in London, says Barb. But uh, I think that's bad. Spare a thought for the poor folk in Dallas. Overnight low, 27 today, 39. That's too hot. That's way too... In fact, I out. saw on the news earlier that there is a, a tornado has hit New yes, South Wales. yes. It's yes. quite incredible footage. Mm. Uh, Adrian says, don't drink too much coconut water. Spending a lot of time in the, in the lavatory. Thank you. I don't, <laughs> I don't, mind, that. I don't mind that. Yeah, we'll have it in a sec. Okay. Steve the cabbie says, on form again, starts my day off well. And um, we'll never win the World Cup, says Tony, with this bunch. To them, this trip is just a jolly boys outing. Did you see them all arriving yeah. in they that miserable? town? Yeah. They did look a bit miserable. All those lovely, lovely... Um, African children there, all singing and dancing and welcoming them. And the them. policeman with the machine guns. Fabulous, isn't it? Just the kind of environment you they, want to move They surrounded into. the plane, didn't yeah. they? Well, they would have security everywhere, wouldn't they? You never know in those places. But, of course, they'd all come business class. They'd all oh, been in flat absolutely. beds. Absolutely. comfortable. But, but they look miserable. Wayne Rooney Why don't people miserable? look happy? You're earning that much money. All you've got to do is kick a piece of leather about and people go... And, and you... Why can't they look happy? I don't know why. I earn, you know, a small percentage of what they earn... And I come in and smile. And you've got two iPads. Well, i got two iPads. They haven't. Phil, Phil has got a brilliant dishwasher. Yes. He said, everything is so squeaky clean. So I married her 18 years ago. <laughs> hey! Well, I hope you do the drying up. No, you should never dry. Did your mum and dad wash and dry? Did your mum wash yes, and your dad you dry? Yes, you should never dry. Why? Why because you, you have to use tea towels, and tea towels carry germs. The best way of drying your plates, uh, apart from the dishwasher with the heat, mm. is just to leave them draining on the side, Can't because that way... That. You never... I mean, I used to have a tea towel with a picture of English churches on it, which was a lovely thing. And, um... Right, we're going to try some water. Are we? Yeah. Now, this is this is just... I've been trying this all week, and I mean, I'm quite happy with it, to be honest with you. I just think it's terribly, terribly expensive. So... But you I'll, like expensive things. Yeah, but I I'm, I'm, 
Only if I, I think it's... They actually say it's like sticking a straw in a coconut. You have to make a hole in it first, because I've tried that. It just bends the straw. It doesn't work properly. OK, so I'll just give you a little bit. Now, you might not like it, because Jonathan Levi didn't like it. No. Makes you want to go toilet already, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here it is. We'll just pour a little bit in here. Now, why, why is this... Is this suddenly the new Because craze? Madonna has gone crackers for it. So we all do it, do we? Yeah. So she, Madonna throws herself under the, the next train. Yeah, we're all doing it. We're all doing yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. She is an icon to us. Now, it smells of what? What does it smell of? It's slightly lemony. Oh, does it? Oh, right. Perhaps I've got the lemony coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Right. It smells all right. Now, I love this. I it's really love it. It's a little milky. The producer. It it's not milky. Like, it's not no. clear water. No, it's, well, it's semi-clear, but the coconut milk is different. Coconut milk is when you take the coconut, open it, scrape out all the inside and squeeze it together. That's the coconut milk. Yeah. This is the water, which is when you shake the coconut, this is what you get. Okay. So this is not what you put in a Thai green curry? No. No, absolutely not. No. See, I love this. I think this is really refreshing. Really good. You're going to think it's an acquired taste, I can tell. Oh, I quite like that. Oh, do you like it? Mm. I think it's really nice. It's a bit like, reminds me of when I tried Aqua Libra mm. the first time. That was quite pleasant. Oh, she's looking. She can't look. She can't resist. Look, she's got her roller skates on. Oh, she's it's there. lovely. You see, I like it. Yeah. It's really... Now, you see, ice I cold, don't like water. No. You see, ice cold from the fridge. No no calories. No. Yes. No calories Oh, that's really nice. Now, she, she'll like it because it's, it's vegetarian. <laughs> so, it's it smells... It sort of smells mm. like it's coming. It, there's nothing else in it. There's no ingredients. There's nothing else. That's it's, really nice. It's refreshing, isn't it? That's great. If you on a cold, hot day. On a hot day. What have it been like with vodka? Mm. Oh, for God's sake. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no. Vodka and no, coconut No, 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 no. Lovely. You're Alec and Hillary. No is the answer, <laughs> just in case. Isn't it? I think it's really refreshing. Yeah. Yes, can I have a little bit more, please? Mm. I think it's really nice. There you go. Now, you could drink that. But you, now it's very expensive. It, it, it's very expensive. It's a, it's it's more than twice the price of orange juice. But if you remember when orange juice first like started, orange juice. no, I don't now. But when orange juice first started, it was quite expensive. But now orange juice has, has come down in price. Yeah. Do you remember that you used to get those um, Florida orange juice? Oh yes, and it was pulp. Do you remember? Oh yes, yes, Undo yes. the can. That Do you remember expensive. the frozen one though? Years ago, which was you, you got it came from the frozen cabinet, and I think it was called. Florida orange juice, and it looked like a small Pillsbury dough thing. And you put it in a jug, poured water on, and mixed it mixed up. Mixed it up, yeah, yeah. But I like this. I think this is this is but this it's is just lovely. expensive. Yes, it's very expensive, but very refreshing. You keep that in the fridge, and one of these. I mean, the other morning I had a glass. As I was getting, normally I might have mm. a cup of tea, but I've decided that this is better for me Much than better a cup for of you. tea. Don't what about sugar? Sorry, no. Sh- there must be some sugar in it. Well, um, for you, I mean, um, no. No? No. No sugar. It seems so. to have naught of everything. Sodium, 12 milligrams, calcium, magnesium, potassium. It doesn't seem to have anything at all. It should give you energy, that's for sure. Well, it certainly did, because I was out watering the baskets at quarter to three. <laughs> <laughs> Course, in the morning. And then when I came back in, I did a few exercises, a bit of an aerobics class, and I, I made a macrame basket. <laughs> and uh, all of that on one glass. I'm living testimony. Well, I think it should be it, rationed in I just case. wish that they would sell it in Waitrose. Because you would think, well, they don't. I've been through Waitrose twice. They looked at me blankly the other day. Because this is the kind of stuff Mm. that they should be selling because they do everything from around the world. Why not this? Perhaps if if enough places sell it, the price will come down. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. (laughs) Or you'll go (laughs) two for the price of one. Because I bet that's got a very long sell-by date on it. 
That um, looks kind of... You know, to be honest, it doesn't stay in the fridge long enough to have a soft But it's date. got that kind of look about, what's that milk that you can get? Long-life milk, it looks like Ooh, the packaging. Yucky booze. <laughs> it's horrid, isn't it? Noreen is off to see the animals and the move tonight. Oh. The move? Yeah. The move, the group? Yeah. Oh. Carl Wayne, of course, was the lead singer yes. the move. Not with us yes. anymore, sadly. And the animals, you'll love them. Uh, have enjoyed Christo this week. Yeah, everybody enjoyed Christo this yes, week. I think I learned more reviews. about Christo this week than at any other time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've got some uh, uh, got some mentions to do for things for the weekend as okay. well. And, uh, and Dan says, Danny did make her hair appointment and we visited Lakeland, the Swedish shop and the baker's for a sneaky sausage roll. And then they went to TGI Fridays. Ooh. So the diet's still working, eh, kids? TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. I've not been to a TGI Friday for ages. I do like TGI Fridays, though. The last time I went was when I went to the one at um, Piccadilly Circus. Mm. And, and there was me and Chris Jarvis years ago. And we went in and they look at us and they go, how many? <laughs> and I... <laughs> Fourteen. Well, I said, actually, 38 of us. The rest of the coach are parking up. Because <laughs> you don't like to sort of... Uh, maybe. John is right again, says Gary. The smell of line-dried clothes is superb. You see? You're all quite mad, aren't you? It's with brushes, I'm afraid. LBC 97.3. Jay's found pure coconut water, 330 millilitres for £2. Where are you looking for it? That's the little tiny one. That's the, that little orange cartons. Mm. This is a litre. That would be £6 for that. Yeah, absolutely. If, uh, that Based on your, your price. That's terribly expensive. You can find that for one eighty nine in uh, Holland and Barrett. Mm. It's terribly expensive. It really is. Yeah. How much is that again? For the litre? That's £4.58. For a litre. For a litre. Mm, you know, which is a normal size carton that people buy. But uh, 330 million for £2 is terribly expensive. It's more expensive than this one. Anyway, on to the horse racing. And uh, one winner since the 25th of April is not good. Sam seems unable to understand that you have to pick winners and make profit. Because what do profits make? Mars bars. I understand it, all right. It just yeah, doesn't work. I know. And Tracy and I are off to Epsom today, says Alex, and tomorrow for the derby, and hope to watch my selection romp home. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, Canny Thinkar, mm. sixth <laughs> out of ninth. Your direct answer, fourth. There you go. That's not exactly. Bad. Well, it's not good. He'd have gone each way. He would have won, got money. He doesn't go each way. <coughs> That's <coughs> the trouble with Sam. We've tried to twist his arm and he won't do it. Alex is hardly preparing for the derby with that showing, is he? Well, he's got £6.55 profit. You've got yeah, £47.55 owed to the bank. He's chipping away, chipping away, well, I tell you. Yeah. Today he's off to um, Epsom. Yeah. OK. And Tartan... Tartan Giga. Oh, he's Tartan, saying that right. Well, G-I-G-H-A. Tartan... G-I-G... Oh, G... Do you Giha. Giha, Giha? Yeah. Yes. Giha. Win only. And the uh, Investec Derby on Saturday, four o'clock, rewilding. Win only. Mm. So right. he's, he's picked two there. Yeah, we should have put, we haven't picked one for the Derby, actually. We should have done that. We've got one at the Oaks tomorrow, though. We go, I'm sorry, today. We're going to uh, Epsom as well, the Oaks, uh, ahead of the Derby. Mm. And uh, Aviate is, uh, is oh, the new Aviate. I like that. You like that? I've got that. John likes a, that. That's, that sounds like speed to me. It's going to fly home. Fly home. We don't want it to fly, we want it to run. Anything will do. Anything flying. I mean, it's dangerous. That's a balloon. <laughs> Becky's going to be choosing Are you, to win? Are you winning? Yeah, of course I am. He's, He's not winning. Win. Yeah, no, but, he know. owes 47.55. Each day that it goes up another couple of quid, the amount of forfeits that he has to do come Christmas time, it's embarrassing. You didn't tell me about that. Well, I've said, said to you before, I've already shown you some of the outfits that you'll have to be wearing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And they're... They're, let's call them young person's outfits. <laughs> okay. Some of them have got pins at the side and everything. At least they'll fit. <laughs> In fact, if, if, you win, if you win today, you might get a glass of uh, 
Coconut milk. I was going to say, it'd coconut be, will be off by the time it gets to him. It'd probably be easier just to sort of run along banging two coconuts together than get any of my horses. That to would go be. You see, well, that's the way you're doing it because you need four because it's a four horse race. Yeah. You know, so two coconuts isn't much exciting, is it? Yeah. Well, I've only got two hands, haven't I? Yes. Anyway, good luck. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm desperately excited about the Oaks at Epsom, you can tell. Come yeah. on, Aviate. Come on, Aviate. You say, come we on, Aviate. It. Like, there's no enthusiasm. Come on, Aviate. I'm trying. I really am. Oh. But I'm at my lowest point here. I know. Well, don't, don't listen. You, it comes with our, our blessings. I hope you do well. Good. All right, well, okay. have a good weekend. Thank you very much indeed. The Bye. Queen, the Queen will be there, won't she? She goes to the Derby. She loves I the Derby. I don't think she, but she's certainly not listening to the tips on this programme. That's well, a fact. No, she's, she, she reads the sporting yeah. life, doesn't she, every Oh, she morning. does have it, though. They have it delivered. In fact, she has, um, the same as the Queen Mother has, she's got race line piped into Buckingham Palace. Mm. So, so she can hear the on. commentary. Yeah. Which is good. Very quickly, I've got loads of things to mention. I have to do these now, otherwise we will forget. Simon Corbyn is signing copies at uh, Waterstones in Richmond tomorrow of A Rude Boy. He's uh, a local Twickenham writer and college lecturer, lecturer at Johnson Moore. So, so she doesn't say anything. She just puts the cup. There you go. Pour it yourself. I hope you pour can't, it over my iPad. I hope you don't, can't overdose on coconut no, water. You well, you can't. Not the little amount she's having. So Simon Corbin signing copies of Rude Boy tomorrow from 11.30 onwards. There's a website, rudeboybook.com. Uh, another one here as well. Are oh, they launching a new uh, Stife bear at Hamleys? Uh, Stife bear. Stife, you know, the very expensive bears. This one's £125, okay. right. which is cheaper than Cliff Richards at £200. Um, and another one here the Mary Ward Centre players are performing genuine old time music hall uh, today at the London Welsh Centre Theatre, which is in Grays Inn Road in Hoban at 8 pm. It's a recreation of the good old days. And uh, I remember the Mary Ward Centre players very well indeed for the New Year's Day parade. So if you want to go along, it's a fully costumed, authentic show. And uh, it's just over the road from ITN. Come out of ITN, go up to the right, and the London Welsh Centre Theatre is there. 157 Grays Inn Road. Starts at 8pm, and they're doing all their old-time music hall. What was the man that used to do old-time, the old-time, you know... Leonard Sachs. Leonard Sachs, that's it, yes. Lords, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I used to love that. And it's the Molesy Carnival on Saturday, the 5th, which is tomorrow, the largest free event in Elmbridge. Ken Miles will provide a small fun fair as usual. And, uh, and Vivian will be taking the uh, 35, 31 keyless organ built by Paul McCarthy of Basingstoke in 1993 to entertain the crowds. He's got two new books of music, the Jungle Book Selection and the Blue Danube. I've never seen a man standing there with his organ, and uh, very nice it is too, and you can only see it at the Molsey Carnival tomorrow. So good luck to everybody down there. Andrew Pierce is uh, here after the news at yes. 7 today. Doing the papers. Uh, I don't know who's doing the papers, actually. We don't have anybody doing the papers, unfortunately. I've had a look through, and, uh, and I can't see who it is. I know who some of the guests are, because he's talking to uh, former Europe Minister Dennis McShane, asking if it's up to us to sort out Europe's mess. And uh, who is who's the, doing the papers? Ollie Grender. OK, I'll be doing the papers uh, today. That's good, isn't it? And as Lord Mandelson admits that new Labour is no more, Andrew will be joined by one of its key architects to ask if it will be missed. All of that and more with uh, Andrew just after the news this morning. What, what happens? The well, there's no, new, no more new Labour. Yeah. So what does it become? Second-hand Labour? I don't know, actually. Does it go back I'm just to waiting to, to see whether self-styled hypocrite... <laughs> uh, 
Prescott will be dragging <laughs> along the wife and whether or not they'll actually manage to walk. I find it absolutely disgraceful that somebody who's been critical of the House of Lords is willing to sort of, you know, take the golden mm. shilling. Lady Prescott. Lady Prescott. It's all about... Uh, I not think in my books, it lo- won't be. A lot of it is about her wanting to be a Lady Prescott. Well, so they I say. I like her. But the trouble is, I mean, do you think he's under the thumb after his little indiscretion? Yes. Do yeah. think he's going to still have two jags? Uh, I think he's probably got three by this time. I remember the time they had to take uh, a limousine to go 250 yards because the wind mm. was blowing. I know. And it might have ruined her hairstyle. Certainly wouldn't have done anything. I have the same problem. Sorry? I have the same problem I always get in one of my I, cars. I'm the same. Go to the two foot. Absolutely the same. Now, listen, uh, coming up at the <laughs> Royal Military School of Music at Nella Hall in Twickenham, they've got a variety of concerts in the park. They're always absolutely spectacular. And each concert represents a, a training opportunity for student bandmasters and trainees. And they've got all sorts, including classical, military, pop, vocal, novelty acts. And it's, it's really fantastic. If you've never been to any of the Nella Hall concerts, they start on the 16th of June with the World of Music. Then they go for stage and screen, British Army Brass Band in concert. Uh, they've got refreshments. They do alcohol as well. And uh, they sell chairs and blankets. So you don't freeze to death when you're sitting out there. And if, if you want to know more, because the gates for these open at 6pm, they've got um, a booking number, which is 0208 If you go onto the website and check out, uh, just type in Nella Hall, which is spelt with a K, K-N-E-L-L-E-R. It's right, it's, it's almost within 100 feet of the rugby stadium in Witten. You can't miss it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful building, and their concerts uh, need lots of support. Because some people say, oh, I shan't go to a concert. But go and, go and check them out, because they're really fantastic. They really are. So type in Nella Hall on the internet and go down there and have a, have a good bit of uh, British music. If you like the Royal Tournament, love that. stuff like that, mm. you'll love these, these concerts, because they're young, young bandsmen, mm. and they do everything, and they're really fantastic. Lots so, of uh, pomp and ceremony. Lots of pomp, and they do fireworks and all sorts love of all things. That, yeah. It's only a tenor. Go and, go and support them. Val hates the heat. Uh, I Sarah... I went to one of those things in Laycock Abbey, which oh, is right. a, a national trust. That's nice. And that was wonderful. They have it every summer. I love Laycock. Love. It's a wonderful, wonderful village. I've got friends, actually, who actually live there. Really? Mm. It's where they use, use oh. it for all of the Sense and Sensibilities and Cranford and all those yeah. things. They use those villages. Oh. Really lovely. Sarah's going in for an op today. She says, I'm very nervous and I'm going to miss all the sunshine. Don't you tell us what sort of op it is. It's no. not a day to go in for an op. Well... You can't choose your days, can you? Not this day and age. No, exactly. You need an op, you go in when they tell you. And Karen says, uh, tell John to try Presence Direct, who do a travel blackout blind, which you can put up and down as needed. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Mm, I might do that. Yeah. I still think the bin bags is cheapest. You know, I mean, if you want to go and spend 50, 100 quid, fair enough. Yeah, but To be I honest don't. with you, bin liners, sellotape together with a bit of gaffer tape or, mm. you know, brown tape, and then just stick them up with sellotape. That's what I used to do. Yeah. And it blacks out the room, and it's so much better. I'm going to try that this weekend, definitely. Oh, thank you for I've got to say happy birthday to Angelina Jolie. Happy birthday. Because <laughs> she's 35 she today. She's 30, 35. Only 35? Yes. I'm a bit depressed by I that. I think she looks a lot older than that, don't you? I thought, well, I didn't know I how old she was. she was in was. her 40s. Did you? Yes, I did. God, it, never, it never even crossed my mind, actually. How old is Brad? Brad who? Pitt. Husband. What, well, 40? Partner. 40? He something? must be in his 40s, yeah. I don't know. I've never, never thought about it. Because George Clooney, I, I saw yesterday, was 49. Mm. I thought he was much older. Because most of them have been around for years, I never think about it. I'm watching at the moment a dreadful channel on these info commercials. Most of them I sit there thinking, who's going to buy this stuff? And uh, there's one called Rocks and Co., where they've got women with really gnarled old hands selling, and they're going, and here is the price. And they put up a price of, yesterday, £4,600. 
for what looked like the really awful piece of jewellery. But anyway, and so she goes, oh, this is, look at this, this is marvellous. I'm thinking, 4,600, and the price comes down to 199. Oh, don't be and silly. Seriously. But then they put up a little disclaimer. One pound ninety. No, one hundred ninety-nine. So people paying on credit card. And yeah. what they say is, the 4,600 does not indicate the price or the value of this item. So I think, you might as well have put a million quid up there. Yeah. It really is, it's awful. You have to watch it. However, Eamon says, my favourite line from an info commercial was from some company trying to sell cheap jewellery, where they said their rings and bracelets were studded with genuine faux diamonds. <laughs> It's like Diamondique. <laughs> yeah. On this one, they have rubies, Mozambique rubies. Well, they even look bad on the television, <laughs> I'm afraid. When I was in Selfridges the other day buying coffee, I walked through that, that very smart area where all the fancy shops on the, on the, the ground floor, mm. and they had a display case there with two very, very nicely dressed people behind it. They had phones, mobile phones. Oh, yes. £250,000. Yes, yes, I've seen them, yes. Encrusted in diamonds. I've got one. Here it is. Let me show <laughs> it to you now. It's lovely. Really? <laughs> too. But it's... it's I going to give you one as a present. Grace, isn't it? Yeah, but somebody will buy it. But why? Why? Because they can. Expl- tell me why, Because though. they can. Yeah, but just because you can. I don't know. Don't shout at me. <laughs> I didn't make Why would you... Oh, when, no, no. Imagine what that would do to a... An African family who have nothing. We could buy the whole village and the town next door and the town well, the next door. The whole country, door. I would think. <laughs> but, I know, people will spend that. It's obscene, isn't it? They've even got iPads now. They've even started to make iPads. What, in African villages? In, yes, encrusted in diamonds. Encrusted. Oh, you can get anything encrusted. Yes, but, but £250,000. Yes. Honestly, John. It's a quarter really? of a million pounds. Oh, for goodness sake. Imagine honestly. how much coconut water you could buy. Yes, encrusted in diamonds. <laughs> Perhaps they could mash up diamonds and put it in and I'd buy it. <laughs> quarter to seven. News headlines, Sam Pittis. The Prime Minister will visit Cumbria later after the shootings there, which left 12 people... Morning, everybody. 12 minutes to uh, 7 is the time. Uh, Helen is off to Cyprus on Tuesday. Oh, lovely. Nice, isn't it? Hot. Take Nathan Morley a present. Yes. A bottle of vodka would be nice, actually. (laughs) And uh, it will be hot. Uh, Jenny says, coconut water is fabulous with Jamaican rum or vodka. I was brought up on it. You see? Lord. And uh, uh, can you tell me, apart from getting creases from newly washed clothes, is there any point in ironing? There is no point in ironing. I stand and iron. I mean, I I get my stuff ironed. But I tell you what you shouldn't do, and I I was talking to my my mum about this yesterday, about linen trousers. Oof. No, I know, but I'm going to stand up now and I'm going yeah, to show linen. you my linen trousers. Oh, God, must you... There's nothing wrong with them, is there? Amanda? What my... Why... You think they're linen trousers? Linen... I don't know. These are very nice. I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I mean, the, I'm standing up to show you my linen trousers and we're supposed to have a comment. You don't know how to comment because the thing about linen trousers... I mean, trousers I've heard are... of some daft things on this programme, but <laughs> commentary... I mean, I might as well comment on Dave Berry's chest hair. <laughs> we'll do that later. We'll do that later. Yes, once he we've shaved it. He started barricading the studio door now. He started looking quite <laughs> panic-stricken. Even the producer sort of waving nervously as we go past. Well, if there's not too much of it, we could put it in a clear cup and display it outside the classic FM studio. That's true. That's true, yeah. But, but these, if, with linen trousers, which I know you don't like, but you should do keep linen ironing trousers. them. Just I don't wear iron them. them. You don't have any. I don't have any. You just wear them, and each day I think you wear see-through. them. through I don't like them in white. They're not see through. Those are. These are blue. You can see your pants. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Because <laughs> I'm not wearing any. I was too. There wasn't time this morning. And it's strange enough, Julian says, I'm with you on the tumble dryer. The clothes come out soft and not crispy. But they don't smell as good. 
Why do you? What is this sniffing clothes business? Where's that started? <laughs> it's nice to smell. I bet is it, if you this smell is this shirt. That woman on the television started going, mmm, Febreze. You see that? And I start <laughs> thinking, well, if you've got pet smells, that's your own problem. Get rid of the pet. This is my shirt smells lovely today. I'm well, who sniff- cares? Nobody comes up oh, to sniff your clothes. I'm going to come and sniff you in a minute. You're not. I am. Fair I am. Just to check. No, yeah. Um, another one here. Uh, I've got so many of these actually. Get coconut water. Morrison's forty nine a can. Um, I don't want to buy a can of coke. We keep saying I'm not interested. We, okay. we want we want a litre. Yeah. Have you tried alcoholic ginger beer? Says Jillian. No, I haven't. I don't like ginger beer. Coconut water, 300 millilitres in a can. You can buy coconut water for about two pounds. Does Adrian? Yeah, you can't get it in these corner shops. It's nigh on impossible to get. Believe you me. I'm going to try Rishins on my way home just to see. Yeah. They might have it. Deanna says, shake them to make sure they've got plenty of milk in the coconuts. That's what you've got to do. Uh, if you don't hear it, you know, anything. Oh, what, when you buy a fresh coconut? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mag says, a cardiac nurse told me coconut milk is full of fat. We're not drinking coconut milk. We're drinking coconut water. Yes, there is a I don't difference. like to have to explain this, but coconuts are fattening. Okay? They are. They are. If you eat the actual flesh of the coconut, it's fattening. If you just drink the water, because we're not interested in coconut milk, you put that in cooking and it's very fattening. Uh, Kevin says... The difference, surely, between not liking being hot and not liking a little bit of sun, uh, there's very low humidity here. I can understand the moaning about it. We actually get more than a dozen uh, days a year. The sunshine is gorgeous and uplifting. That's not horrible. Well, Dreadful for diabetics. But the sunshine is uplifting. It's very good for you. We yeah. all need light and sunshine. I could quite happily sit in with a blanket over my head. <laughs> I'm more than happy to do that. Actually, I bet there are about a thousand people who who pay to see that. Yes, I, I'm sure they would. Actually. I'm sure if we put pictures of me in bed, you know, or getting up... <laughs> I have a blanket because, I, I, I mean, yesterday I went out and Graham said, is it too hot for you? I went, yeah. So I just did a short walk and I came back in, put the air conditioning on, sat there, quite happy. A little bit of coconut water, a couple of strawberries. I was You're quite happy, you know. Pleased. I'm very easy. Let me pleased. ask you a question. How, how do you get your mail? I beg your pardon? How do you get your mail? My mail? Mail. Letters, post. What, here? No. At home. home. How does it come? From the postman. Yeah, do they deliver, do they put it through your own private door? No, no. They, 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 yeah, they, they just put it through our door. Or sometimes I, I see the post when he gives it to me anyway. Okay. So is there a uh, to come into your building? Mm. Do they, they they he then goes in and out? And, no, no, no. We actually do that. Oh, right. So it's left in a in a communal place. Yeah, it puts it through through the letterbox of your of your door or the door of the building. Door of the building. It comes into okay. a big uh, basket. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about junk mail. How much of it do you get? How many? Th- Pizza things. I don't. You don't get any. No, I mean you. You do get local pizza companies or Vince Cable putting stuff through the door if they if they need you for something, and I just take them and drop them in the rubbish bin. <laughs> so it's kind of them. a waste actually for all these people to do it because they they've had no thought in doing it whatsoever. No. It's like the local papers, you get the local papers which clog up the letterbox because people get paid for delivering these things. So they either dump them outside the front, in which case I take them and throw them straight in the bin. But and also, you get loads of pizza things. You think, well, I mean, what are you going to do? Put them all in each pigeonhole? Well, no, of course you're not. We, I get so many. Do you? I get at least ten a day. You don't. I'm not joking. Of what? Pizzas, minicabs, people wanting to dig up your we garden. We don't have minicabs, it's Twickenham. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> you have Rolls Royces. Yeah. <laughs> we have, you know, or taxes, I should yeah. say. All sorts. And yesterday, in fact, I picked it all up in the morning, and they were about five, and I put them into a big basket... And then I went out and I did my things, went to the garden centre, got some plants, came back, another six. 
Really? I'm not joking. I'll tell you what I'll do. You're in a very common area. I don't do anything like that at all. It's not common at all. somebody offering sushi, I think, once a month, and occasionally (laughs) a a small dinner dance or something being held next door, but that's, uh, apart from that, nothing. Well, we get lots of things (laughs) in. Do you want any unwanted clothes? People put in the bag or collect on Thursday. Dream of it. And you don't know who they are anyway. They're probably going to... Oh, that was that old line, wasn't it? Somebody put a note through the door saying, do you have any old unwanted clothes for people starving in other countries? I said, if they can fit into my clothes, they can't be that starving. <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, it's why? True. But we don't have... You have so many pizza things and... Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna save them up for a week move. and I'll bring them in. And show you. Oh, that's right. Dump your rubbish off on <laughs> no, us. No, because I so recycle. Be global that I we're recycling. recycle everything. Yeah, well, we, I recycle here. I'm thinking of recycling you after the programme. <laughs> I could be do with As being what? recycled. I've got no idea. You'd hang me on the line and I'd smell good. Coconut milk is so expensive because it's labour-intensive. But we're not talking about coconut milk. No, it's, it's not coconut milk. I know, people get confused. It's water. Yeah. Just think of all the people having to suck the milk out of every coconut with a straw just for you. <laughs> it's an old gag, isn't it? Isn't coconut it's... milk used in uh, pina colada? Yeah, but it, well, they use and it in a lot of time cooking. Yes, but that's different. That's where you take the flesh, scrape it, squeeze it, and that's the okay. end result. This stuff is the water in the middle. We there like the go. water. We're very, very into the water. No, we love it. It's very, very good for you. Very, very good for you. And, uh, Steve, you're invited to my bungalow in Goa. And, uh, incidentally, coconut costs around five pence in Goa. How much is a litre? No, I, I've got no idea. Co- <laughs> I, should think, I bet you can get coconut water in Goa. We can probably get it everywhere. It's only here. It's very expensive because you've got to... Because somebody said to me, I found it on Amazon. Mm. I said, that's a good idea. I'll get it ordered from Amazon. Amazon America. So, in other words, you can buy it, the cost of shipping it, £675 to get it over here. And and actually, it started off at the Amazon because it comes from Brazil. It comes from Brazil. That particular one is made in Brazil. Lovely, isn't it, really? Really very clever. I like it. Well, anyway, that's that's my sort of health kick for today because I don't do healthy that often. No, you don't. I'm not. Not often enough. No, I'm, I'm not healthy, but I'm eating very well at the moment. Sprouts are delicious. Oh, they're good. But very good at the moment. I had uh, filet steak, salad, and Jersey Royals. Mm, but I've, after I steamed the Jersey Royals, I then put them and just <laughs> tossed them in butter and horseradish. Oh, and butter? Are you Not mad? real butter, but, you oh, know. what, pretend butter? Yeah, margarine, you know, margarine. spread. You're very common. You put your washing on the line, yeah. you get all these things through your door, <laughs> and, and now you're normal. using margarine. Yes, I don't like butter. You're, you're not the right person for LBC <laughs> at all, really. I don't like, I don't like you're butter. You're telling me you live in a tower block <laughs> next. <laughs> What's going on? How could I? I get too many pizza things. They never deliver. <laughs> they never deliver, <laughs> do they? The Where are you? Floor. 30, 31st floor. <laughs> uh, another one here. It says, I'm celebrating my 51st birthday today, according to your reckoning. Going on a treasure hunt with the grandchildren later. That'll be fun. At 51, I just lie down and start <laughs> looking at pictures of cemeteries. There's no point in worrying about going out for a picnic and stuff like that. 51 is very young. Sorry? 51 is very young. Well, I don't think it I is. There's a nursery rhyme somewhere along there. There is, actually. 51 is very... It pro- oh, we've got to go. <laughs> I've, I've just realised I've got to go, actually. If only to stop John Warrington telling us another one of his dreary stories. I could have anyway, another story. Yeah, well, I know. That's what, that's what worries me. Anyway, come, come and sit down with us upstairs and we'll plug your chair in. Uh, <laughs> that'll make it more entertaining. Have a lovely weekend, John. I think we should go and compare apps. We should compare apps. Well, you haven't got any. No, I've, got, I've got loads of apps. I'm going to leave the building with several, even if I have to steal <laughs> exactly. yours. Exactly. Listen, have a lovely weekend. Ray Winston, Debbie McGee, with Ooh. me on Sunday morning for In Conversation. The best of, as we rewind. And then, uh, and then Sunday breakfast. What a combination. Ray Winston and Debbie McGee. Uh, I'm back with you Sunday morning. Don't miss it. Don't forget to podcast, download. Uh, and don't forget Andrew's with you after seven. First of all, the business update with Sam Pittis. Thank you, Steve. The FTSE will open after closing up 59 points at 50-